Greetings and welcome back to another an ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom and we are now in Masachat Shabbat. Dafchaf Amubet about to begin our study of the second parak of Masachat Shabbat, Bamem Madlikin. A couple of notes about Bamem Madlikin is as we have seen at the end of the first parak, the order of the Mishnah follows the order of the day in preparations for Shabbat, and we're still speaking about things that take place before Shabbat begins. There is a mitzvah to light candles in every room that is going to be used Friday night, and to light these before Shabbat starts, of course. And the main consideration is to make sure that there's light in those rooms so that people will have a pleasurable time on Shabbat, and to further Oneg Shabbat. As a result of that, the Chachamim crafted uh, parameters for both the fuels and the wicks to make sure that they would light well, and we'll get a little bit of specific detail about the considerations a little later on. And as such, the Perak uh, lists those fuels and those wicks that may or may not be used uh, for for lighting Nerot Shabbat. Uh, very quickly, and we'll begin this in the second podcast, the entire sugya of Nerot Chanukah will be introduced, and in the introduction to the next podcast, I'll explain why it's here and why it doesn't have its own independent spot in Shas. Uh, the last uh, point to make is that this parak of Mishnayot is famous because it, in many communities, it is the custom to recite, and I say that in quotes, this chapter uh, at some point during the Tefilot uh, Friday night, either before Arvit or at the end of Arvit, and this is a minhag which dates back to the time of the Geonim and was used really as a polemic against the Karaites who felt that it was uh, inappropriate uh, to have any fire going on Shabbat, even if you let it beforehand, and this is a response. Let's get started with the parak. What may you use, what may you not use? Of course, there are two considerations here, and that's both wicks and fuels. So we'll begin with wicks. And these are all wicks, and we will see in the Gemara, we're going to go through each one of them and see how the Gemara understands what the words refer to. Which is tar, and we're now talking about the fuels. Which is paraffin. Now, from this point on, we're going to deal with in uh, several podcasts, uh, so we're going to leave this part alone and come back to the Mishnah and take a look at it. Uh, but again, you have several items here that are impermissible, and in the case of every one of these items, the Gemara is going to explain what it is because it wasn't entirely clear, and in some cases there are disputes as to what these refer- words refer to. So right away in the Gemara, Lechesh, what's Lechesh? is Socha de Arza, means bark of a cedar tree. Socha de Arza, it's Baalmahu, that's just wood. I could use that as a, uh, as a wick. The answer is Ba'armanita de Ipe. If you look between the bark and the tree, there's some soft material that's kind of woolly, and you might think that you could use that, and the answer is you can't. Veloba Chosen, what's Chosen? Amar Yosef, Naoret Shel Pishtan. The, the seeds of flax. In Yeshayahu's Navi, he described the destruction of Am Yisrael as like fire to the uh, flax. So you see that that seed flax seed is not chosen because chosen is going to become noret. Ella Amar Bayi says kitna It means flax that hasn't been fully properly combed out. 
What's Kalach? I asked all the sailors what this is. And they told me, Amri Lee, they told me that it's a thing called Kucha. Doesn't help us much. So let's hear this story. Ravina and Abaye were sitting in front of the brother of the Reish Kaluta. They saw that he was wearing silk. So Ravin turned to Abaye and said, That's klach. So klach is silk. Did not, uh, did not, meaning the klach that's in our Mishnah. Amarle anan shira parnda le. We call that shira parnda, what he's wearing. And Metebe, the challenge is, Ashiraim baklach vasirikin achayavim bitzitzit. We have a, a, uh, Brita that says, Shiraim and Klach and, uh, this other material, uh, are all garments that you have to put tzitzit on. So you see that Shiraim and Klach are not the same thing. So Tiyufta, the answer is a Baitema, Shira Luchud, Shira Parnda Luchud. It could be that Shira Parnda, which is what they refer to as material, is not the same as regular Shiraim. So that indeed could be Klach. Okay, Vlof Liv Tidataidan, what's that? Achvina, that means wicker. Ravin Vabai, again a story about the two of them. They're walking in this valley. They saw a wicker. That's the Idan, it's our Mishnah. That's just wood. How could you light with that? Same problem we had with Lachesh. So the answer, He went over and peeled it away, and you could see some soft material that was woolly like again, just like we had with the cedar tree that was between the pieces of the wicker, and that is what we thought might be good and is not good. He said, that's shavra. All right, that's a particular kind of a plant. What's that? If you think it's these black things that are floating in the water, they fall apart. And we're talking here probably about something like algae. Our papa uchmata da arva, meaning the stuff that grows on the side of the boat, which is like moss. Tano, sifwal and shall semer shall sear. We have a bright that says they added wool and hair, animal hair, uh, is prohibited. Tano didan semer, and why did our Tano leave, uh, leave, uh, mention it? Semer michvats kavitz, because wool immediately contracts, so there's no way you would think it was good, and sear chuchimichrach, and hair just gets singed. Okay, so we now understand why Aratana didn't include them, because they're obviously not uh, appropriate. And as we saw, we had a machlokar about several of the identifications. Okay, Veloba Zephet. What's Zephet? Zephet is Zifta, that's tar. Shavaz Kiruta, paraffin. So Tana Adkan Psul Ptilot. So we, as we pointed out in the Mishnah, <coughs> the first list was uh, invalid wicks. Bikan Ve'elach Psul Shmanim. From here on in, it's Psul Shmanim. It is invalid fuels. So Pshita, that's obvious. So the answer is Shavet Strichle. I had to mention it because of paraffin. I might think that you could not use it for wicks, Kamash Malan, that it's only invalid for oil. Okay, Amrami Ravin. Atarna Psulta de Zifta. We have a thing called Atarna or Itran, which is the leftovers of Zephet. They would make Zephet by processing wood, and the part that would then run off is called Itran. Shava is Psulta de Duvsha. He says that paraffin they get as the leftovers from Honey. <clears throat> now, the Mainafkamina, why mention this? The answer is the Makachomemkar for commerce, meaning if you're buying that item, that's what you should expect to get. 
So, so we have a bright that says this list is for candles, but you could use these materials to make a bonfire. Whether you can use it for heat, whether you can use it for light. Whether it's in a fire pit, it's on a stove. So the prohibition of these wicks is only to make them as wicks. doesn't mean that you can't throw them into a fire and use them as kindling. Now, one of the items mentioned is Shemen Kik. So what's Shemen Kik? Again, I asked all the sailors who travel and they see these. There's some, a bird that they have in the islands. It's called Kik, so it's the oil that comes from there. It's like Brother of Yehuda Amar, Mashchadekaza, particular kind of oil. It's that Kikayon tree that's mentioned in Yona. I saw such a tree. So they take the the branches of it and they hang it over uh, storefronts. And from the um, from the pieces of it, the beans of it, they make oil. And um, and on its uh, on its on its branches, um, uh, all of the uh, all of the uh, sick people come and uh, and rest. Farzidayu means the, the seeds. So from the they would make uh, the oil from the seeds, and people would come and and rest uh, on its uh, under its leaves or under its tree. Okay, Amarava. And why can't you use these particular wicks? What's the problem? Because the flame jumps on it, meaning it doesn't gram on well, but it jumps and flickers. They don't catch well on the on the wick. And the problem is you're going to be sitting there Friday night and have this uh, flame that is uh, hard to work with, you're going to tip it or try to adjust it and be Mahalal Shabbat, or else you won't and you won't have good light. So he asked him, What if you have the invalid oils, like tar? Can you put in a little bit of proper oil and light? Do we make a gzera that says, we don't allow you to put a little bit of proper shemen into the invalid one because then next time maybe you'll just light the invalid one. Although, we don't do it. Why? This is a, somewhat of an opaque statement. But the simplest way to read it is well, the first in madlikin is the law and the second in madlikin is the reality. The reality is it just still doesn't work well. So since it's not going to work well, it's not a fix to throw in a little bit of good oil. Watch this trial challenge. Let's say that you have a wick that you're not allowed to use, and you wrap around it something that you're allowed to use. You're still not allowed to use it. They used to take a proper wick and wrap it around a nut and light. So you see, at least from Shem Gamliel's father's practice, Gamliel has a uh, Gamliel has a Cain's practice, could actually be Gamliel of Yavin's practice, that uh, that it was permissible. So Ktani miat madlikin. So Amarle, Aramot felt that Shem Gamliel, you're challenging Shem Gamliel. See, I have support from Tanakamas, so you're not allowed to do it. 
So the answer is halokasha, Masei Rav. I'm proving to you from Masei Rav. The best proof of uh, halacha is when the rabbi actually did it. So mikomakom kasha, you got a challenge. So my lav leak wasn't he using the nut in there to light, which means that of course it can't light, but that means you're using an invalid tila instead of a va- inside of a valid one, and it works. So lo lahakpot, he put the nut in there to make the wick float on the oil. So Elak Pot my Tanakama. If that's the case, why would Tanakama say you can't do it? The answer is Kulin Shemigam Liel. He the entire bright of Shemigam Liel. It reads as follows: Karach Tavar Shemadlikin Wagavei Tavar Shemadlikin Boom Ein Madlikin Boom. If you wrap something that you're allowed to use around something you're not allowed to use, the whole thing is no good. Medvar Memory ones that Ladlik. That's if the whole thing is to light. Have a lock pot, but if the inside one is there as a floater or as a ballast, mutar. And what's the proof? Because that's what they did in Gamliel's house. We have this challenge. If you have fat, like animal fat, that's been melted down, or fish innards that are sort of soft, you can put in a little bit of proper oil, leak. So here you see that Abaya's original question, which is, if I put in a little bit of proper oil into invalid oil, can I use it? He said no, and here it says yes. So the answer is, The answer is that these things really do light well. But the other ones that you have don't light well. In other words, fat that's been melted, and the innards of the fish that have been softened up actually light quite well. But they made a gzera that you can't use those things as a precaution against using the unmelted and unsoftened ones. So, but, so therefore, if you put in a little bit of proper oil, now there's no reason to make the gzera. Why don't we extend the gzera and say, don't, you can't light the, the, uh, the melted fat with a little bit of oil in it as a precaution against lighting it without any oil in it. The answer is, he gufa gzera. Not lighting the, uh, melted fat without any oil in it is itself exera against lighting unmelted fat. So therefore, are we going to add exera onto that, which is to, uh, to not allow you to do it even if you put in proper oil? The answer, of course, is that we do not. And in goes in exera, and therefore, in that case, it is mutar. But in a normal case where the oil that you have is invalid, uh, the, the fuel you have is invalid because it really doesn't light well. To add a little bit of proper oil will not be good as a because then you may come to light uh, the uh, improper oil alone. Okay, we'll stop at this point. We're going to pick it up in the next podcast with extending the laws of Nerot Shabbat into two different areas, one of which will lead us into the Sugiyah of Hanukkah. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.